Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Tuesday, April 12, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Uh, we ask that you continue to share, uh, invite your friends, coworkers, family members, associates, everybody. Get them on this call so they can continue to get fed and everything just like you are. You know, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. What better way uh, to sharpen your whole crew is than to get them on this call right here. And So we're looking forward to connecting with each of you uh, as we travel across the country here serving Going and doing our part to make sure we leave that legacy behind. Because remember, an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in people. We believe that wholeheartedly. And so thank you so much for your contribution, the role that you play in making that happen uh, as well. Uh, make sure that you visit our website if you haven't done so yet, www.windreamscollide.com. That's www.windreamscollide.com. Dot com. Head on over there, become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, uh, and subscribe to the list. Join the list, get connected um, uh, so that whenever we make announcements, things of that nature, you are one of the first to know. Also, for those of you ladies who made it on the Straight Talk Women Talk last night, it was fantastic. If you missed it, make sure you listen to the replay, folks. We did part two of the gift a goodbye. It was absolutely amazing. A great word came forth. And so you want to make sure that you check that out if you feel that you are in a place where you need to serve the gift of goodbye. You need to give that to some people. Uh, we talked about the five red flags of dysfunction, how to identify them, the characteristics of individuals who have it so that you can know what to do with those relationships. If you want to go on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com, check that out today. Uh, also, we announced the date of the next Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part sessions as well. We announced that on the call, too, so go back, listen to the replay so you can hear it. We'll be posting everything on social media uh, here in the next coming days, so everybody is in the loop. But head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com once this call has concluded. Go check out the replay, listen to it, get fed, and get the information on the next in-part sessions that will be taking place. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this party started this morning. My husband's here ready to rock and roll. We ask that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide, build it for your last name uh, as well so we can see it, share it, flood social media with positive things, okay? Uh, if you're driving, put in your earpiece, get out that pen and paper, folks, so you can take your notes. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Can I count on you? Can I count on you? See, it's easy, 
ladies and gentlemen, and count on people when things are going well, when money is up, when, when, when your health is well and your kids are doing great. It's, it's easy to have and be surrounded by a lot of friends. One author says, you can't have a high life hanging out with low lives. You can't have a high life hanging out with low lives. But can I count on you? Can I count on you? You know, it's, it's very familiar when we get with certain people and certain individuals. They, they fuel our fire. They, they, they make, us to do, make, us to, make us to feel things because we're all energy. But the critical question that we all have to ask each other is, can I, can I count on you? Can I count on you when the money dries up? Yeah, I mean, we were, we were balling out of control together. We were riding down the road together. We would travel around the world together. But, but when the money dries up, can I count on you? Because the thing that I can always count on is change. Yes, change always happens. You know, it, it is the only constant in life. Would you post that? Change is the only constant in life. Change is the only constant in life. And when things change, can I count on you? Yeah, when, when there's no money in the bank, can I count on you? When, when my lights get turned off, are you going to laugh at me? Are you going to gossip about me? Are you going to post about me? Are you going to talk about me? Are you going to tell other people my hidden secret of disappointment, the secrets that I hold dear that I've shared with you? You've got to be careful about the listening ears because sometimes they can become the running mouths. Did you hear me? You've got to be careful with all the listening ears because sometimes they become the running mouse. Can I count on you? When I'm sick in the hospital, can I count on you? When, when, I, can't, when I can't even do anything for myself in a, in a sickened state or in a weakened condition, can I count on you? I mean, who can you count on? See, that's Brown says you've got to learn who you can count on and who you need to count out. Many a times we get disappointed in life because of two things, misguided expectation and unmet expectation. Misguided. Misguided expectation. They didn't tell you they would be there. They didn't tell you they were going to be your confidants. They had you they're your confidants. Maya Angelou says, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. I believe you. I believed you the first time. Fool me once, it's your fault. Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. There will not be a third time. That's, that's calling it the gift of goodbye. There's some people that you don't need to say hi to. There are people you need to say goodbye to because you can't count on them. They've shown you who they are. As a matter of fact, they showed you who they were in March. Don't get amnesia in April. They revealed unto you who they were in 2015. Don't get a sudden hiccup of amnesia in 2016. I, I believe you. I know who you are now. Your mouth said one thing, but your actions proved another. Misguided expectations. Oh, they never said they would have your back. And you need to write this down. Just because people are in your face doesn't mean they have your back. Can I count on you? Unmet expectation. 
You said you were going to be there for me. You, we talked about this. You said you were going to be there. You said you had my back. You said you were a friend. You said you were going to, you were going to take care of my kids. You said you were going to love me to death. Do us part. You said these things, but now, because of unmet expectation, you didn't do what you said. And isn't it interesting that people can write a check that they but can't cash? Can I count? Can I count on you? You said you, said you were going to be there for me. Yeah. Tough times don't last always. Tough people do. See, when, when the tough gets going, the going get tough. When the going get tough, the tough get going. Gerda says, if it doesn't kill you, it only makes you stronger. Can I, can I count on you? You know, it's amazing to me that Jesus, he lived, according to Scripture, three and a half years on earth. And he fed the 5,000 with two fish and five barley loaves of bread, or as the Baptist preacher would say, a two-piece fish dinner. <laughs> it's amazing to me that he rose Lazarus from the grave. It's amazing to me that Jesus, he healed the woman with the issue of blood. It's, it's amazing to me that he met the man with the blinded eyes. He dug down in the dirt, spit in the dirt, made a, a dirt mud pie, put it on his eyes, and told the man to go wash his eyes. And the guy's eyes, he became, he became well he could see again. It's amazing to me that he washed the feet of his students, his disciples. It's amazing. It's amazing to me that Jesus did all of these miraculous things. He, he opened the blinded eyes. He, he caused the deaf to hear. He caused the dumb to talk. It's amazing to me that Jesus, he didn't drive around in a Bentley or a Rolls Royce. He didn't fly around in a helicopter or a private, Jane, uh, private uh, jet or private plane. Jesus was walking around all of these places. He was ministering and touching lives. He was talking to people about things that mattered. Jesus was sharing the message of why he was sent to talk about the kingdom. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. It's amazing to me that Scripture says he was a man without sin. It's amazing to me. All of the things that he did and what he gave of his life, but, but when they came to get him, yes, when they came to put him seemingly in the wrong place because he did the right things, when, when they were coming to pull him away and take him away because they said it's high treason for you to call yourself the Messiah. They, they said, no, you, 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 uh, you, you said you were king. You said you're, you were the king of this world. He said, no, 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 my, my, my kingship, my kingdom is not of this world. They said, no, 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 you said you were the Messiah, and that's, that's high treason. There can be only one king, and his name is Caesar. Caesar means king. They, that's what they said to him. That's what the enemies said to him. That's what the opposition said to Jesus. And they took him away. And uh, it's amazing that uh, I, I didn't I didn't see the scripture, the woman with the issue of blood. I, I, I'm wondering where all 5,000 of the people he, uh, he fed, where, 
Where were they? I'm, I'm wondering where, where the men were that he healed of leprosy. Where were they when he needed them? I'm wondering where in the world were these, these 11 disciples he had taught and, and walked with. Where was James and John? Where was, where was Matthew? Where, was Mark? where were the disciples? I, I, I'm, I'm amazed at the people that he touched, the lives that he healed, the people he ministered to. I'm, I'm wondering in his time of need, where, where are you? I, 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 if I was next to him, I know that it's hard for many people to believe that he was so much man that it was hard for them to believe he was God. And he was so much God, it was hard for them to believe he was man. I, I could just imagine that Jesus had a moment where he asked, can I, can I count on you? All the people that, that were around him when he was up, all, all the people that were around him when, when he, was, he was the man, all, all the people that, that sought to get from him, but were never there to give to him. All the people that made a withdrawal, but were never willing to make a deposit. Some of you, you have people that have made so many withdrawals from you and never make a deposit. And that's why you have insufficient faith. Oh, shucks. You've got insufficient faith because too many people have made withdrawals and haven't made a deposit. Can I, can I count on you? Here he was. Here he was. Peter was there. Peter pulls out his knife and he cuts the ear of the cop. <laughs> he cuts the ear of the Roman shoulder and Jesus says, okay, at least there's one. <laughs> At least I got one ride or die. At least there's one that has my back. At least there's one that won't leave me when I go through a season of depression. At least there's one that still going to hold me when I don't want to hold myself. At least there's one that will throw the first punch, even if I don't swing it. At least there's one that says, no, I'll take the heat for you. At least I can count on one. And, and Peter says, hold up, baby. You ain't got to swing. I, you don't have to remind me all the things you didn't even just do for me, all the things you did for people. And because you served people, because you touched people, because you gave of yourself, I'm going to be that rider guy. I'm going to be the one you can count on. And he says, here's my cord. I, I'm going to cut this person for you. Do you have anybody that'll swing even, even if you scared? Sure. Do you have anybody that can stand up when you want to sit down? Do you have anybody that you can count on? Peter says, I'm that one. But Jesus took the ear off the ground, put it on the soldier's face, and says, Peter, put up your sword. I think in that moment, I believe in that moment, Jesus says, that's that's my man, a hundred grand. And he never had to ask again, can I count on you? That's my man, a hundred grand. <laughs> That's powerful. That is absolutely powerful, ladies and gentlemen. You, you know, life is going to bring you a cycle of people. 
that are going to play different roles in your life at each time that they enter in. Um, you've heard it, some for a season, some for a reason, and some for a lifetime. And so it's almost as if our whole goal is to determine who fits in what category, who's, who's here to stay, who's here just for temporarily, who's, who's here uh, for an extended time. Because um, as you, the closer you get to someone, the more you open up, the more you share, the more they experience the true you, the authentic you. Because every single day you're living, you're, you're living, just, you're going through the motions, you're doing the work that's required externally just to make it through the day. And so um, the, the more you bring somebody in, the more they get to see all of your flaws and all of your, your imperfections, your, your human, humanness. Um, and my husband says it all the time. Your, your, human, your uh, divinity is for everyone, but your humanity isn't. Your divinity is for everybody, but your humanity in it isn't. Meaning, you know, who you are professionally, who you are externally in, in, your, in your daily life, that, that is something that everybody can connect with and get to know. Uh, but that humane part, whereas, you, you, you know, you have those weak moments and you do slip up from time to time. Not everybody needs to see that, and not, not everybody will get to see that part of you. You have to protect that um, because not everybody can handle it. Um, people will judge. People will, will question you. People will give you the side eye, talk about you, all those things. And you just got to use the gift of discernment and, and really pray to God for that so that you can know who's, who fits in one category so you put them in the right place? Because the one thing that you don't want to do is be so thirsty for friends that you put people who were just there temporarily in the permanent section. And you wonder why they're acting up, talking crazy, talking about you behind your back and, and all of that kind of stuff. Anybody who talks about you behind your back is not your friend, period. They're just not. You can't count on them. If what you've confided in them ends up in the ear of somebody else, then no. You don't, you don't need to talk. Or those, those things that you did confide in them, they, when they get upset, they use it against you and go gossip to everybody else. Like if you're experiencing some financial hardships with some, and you're, you're talking to a friend and you mention that, then next thing you know, you got other people coming back to you saying how this other person is bragging about how they're doing better than you. That's not a friend at all. Matter of fact, that's the enemy. An enemy is anybody who attempts to sabotage your influence and silence your voice. That's, that's sabotaging. That's silencing. That's negative. You don't need to be around anybody who acts like that. You also need to steer clear of people who are so quick to use the concept of loyalty to manipulate you into something lethal because your loyalty can be lethal. Pe- people will use that word all the time. You know, they'll take the concept of can I count on you and use it for for bad <laughs> to manipulate you to to make you to 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 make you feel sorry for them and and feel you know your world should be about them. No, absolutely not. That's manipulation. Manipulation is witchcraft, and that's from the devil. You don't believe me? Look it up in the Word of God. That's that's not healthy at all. You need to really really identify who's in your corner and who's not. Because every single day that you spend with somebody who's not really for you is a day that you get closer to your fall. Because they're not contributing to your growth. They're not contributing to your success. They're not enhancing you and making you better. So guess what they're doing? They're they're waiting for you to slip. They're waiting for you to fall. You see, Jesus had Peter, you know, to stand up when he was ready to sit down. 
these people can't wait for you to sit down so they can push you down further. You, you need to know who's for you and who's not. And that's a tough conversation to have. That's a tough thing to experience. It is not going to always be easy, especially those of you who love with your hearts on your shoulder. You got an open heart for everybody. You want the best in everybody. You're, you're going to have to toughen up and, and, and mature in that area so that you and, and just accept the fact that, no, everybody isn't going to really like me. Everybody isn't going to be for me and, and who I am and, and what I'm about. Everybody that's smiling my face doesn't have my back. You have to identify those people so that you don't waste your time with empty, bottomless relationships that were going nowhere before they even started. What is what's your what's your criteria? What what's your criteria? Because there's, mis- there's two types of expectations. There's misguided expectation, and then there's unmet expectation. Misguided expectation was when you assumed something was going to happen, and because it didn't, you get upset. It, that's on you, because you assumed it. That person never confirmed that, told you that, or nothing. You just assumed. But unmet expectation was where there was clarity, there was an agreement, and that person just folded and didn't follow through. So what's your criteria for people that, you can count on. What are those personality types like? What are some of your non-negotiables as for a friend? If you're going to be my friend, I can't have this, this, this. If, I, if I'm going to be able to count on you, I need this, this, this. Take the time today. Make that list and talk to the people that are in your life that you want to be able to count on so that when those moments come up, they know how to be your friend. They know how to communicate with you. They know what to say and what to do so that you know that they can truly count on you. And so once you have that conversation with them and there's an agreement on those things, now there's, there's, there's an expectation that is clearly set and clearly understood on both ends. So if anything should fall apart from that point forward, it wasn't misguided expectation anymore. It was unmet expectation because there was agreement in place. Take a moment today to identify what your criteria is. What are your non-negotiables for, for friendship, for people who can count on you? What, what, what does that look like for you? And then share with the people in your life so that everybody's on the same page. Because, and, and, listen, guys, you got work to do. you got purpose work to fulfill. That's heavy in itself. On top of being a wife, a husband, a mother, a father, a, a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, a motivational speaker, an entrepreneur, businesswoman, businessman, all those many millions of hats that you wear every single day. The last thing you need to be sitting at home stressed, worried, complaining, and, and messed up about is if you can count on somebody, if, is if the person you call a friend is really a friend that's petty, is immature, and ain't nobody got time for that. You got to keep the main thing the main thing. And it's executing the purpose work that God placed you here, specifically you, to do. There was a problem that you were designed and born to solve. And the only way for you to get that thing done, the way that it needs to be done, is to remove the unnecessaries, remove the distractions, remove all those people, those things, and those issues out of your life that are not good for you or for you, and focus on those things that are identify who you can count on, 
who you can count out and move forward. Honey? I've identified that I can count on God. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's not as popular for most people nowadays. You want to call it the universe and call it the world. You call it, you call it the one, you call it whatever. I call him God. I can count on God. Why, Jared? Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His word have I hidden in my heart, said David. I've hidden his word in my heart because I can count on him. What, what, you, what you put in you is what comes out of you. Garbage in, garbage out. Good in, good out. God in, God out. I can count on him. I've learned <laughs> to trust him because I can trace him. I, I've learned I can trust him because he's transparent with me. I feel safe with him when everybody else, I don't know, I can't trace them, I I can't understand them. I don't know. I don't know who they're going to be today or tomorrow. I don't know if you're in a good mood, but I can always, I can always talk to him. Uh, we're not friends uh, on Facebook. He's not even on Facebook, but he's still my friend. He, he ain't on Instagram, but I still follow him. He, he, he's nowhere on LinkedIn, but we're still connected. He ain't on YouTube, but I watch him every day. I can count on him. Can I count on you? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.